guys, welcome back to the Alexis Ocampo Show podcast. I am your host, Alexis, and I am so excited to be back. It's been a minute, I know, um, but it's 2020. Happy New Year. And if you are listening right now, I would really appreciate it if you guys can hit the subscribe button to follow my podcast so that you can get more episodes for this year. I am planning to upload a lot more and provide you guys with a lot of episodes and tidbits and all these different things for you guys to take with and just to listen to on your way to school, on the way to work, or if you're just needing some motivation, I am your gal. Um, Also, if you can, um, make sure to give this podcast a review. That would mean so much to me. Um, It would just push it towards the podcast platforms and push it more out there for those who are needing to hear some of my lessons and my experiences as well. So that would be awesome if you guys can do that. That'd be great. Um, Today, I will be talking about a topic that really hits home to me. This is, you know, as an athlete, something that I have learned and tried to do trial and error for the last couple of years. And um, I'm not perfect at at any point or in any way, shape or form. It's always a working progress for me, but I think from growing up as a young athlete and traveling all over the world with the U.S. team, you know, losing more than I've won, um, you know, social media is very good, and I'm guilty of this as well, of posting, you know, your wins. Not many people post about their losses, and from these losses, I've learned a lot, and I think as... You know, for those who are an athlete like myself, who are competing right now for the um, nationals or for any karate competitions that are coming up for this next coming year, or not even as a karate athlete, you can be another athlete of another sport. You can be very driven in school. You're trying to be accepted into a school of your dreams. You're trying to get the dream career for this year, and you're about to graduate. So there's a lot of different people, actually everyone can relate to this. If you're very driven, like myself, to obtain that goal, to achieve what you've always wanted to, you know, it takes more than just having motivation or to, you know, have the perfect environment or to have the right resources. Sometimes it really does take a mindset of a champion to obtain those goals, to really be consistent in every day working towards your goals. And today, that's exactly what I want to talk about. Today, I want to talk about five mindset characteristics of a champion. Now, um, everyone knows me as a world champion, and I'm by no means perfect at all. Um, But I do want to kind of hone in and talk to you guys about characteristics that I try to implement in my mind, and what I've learned from my past, and also just to have you guys follow along. And to also implement this in your life. And China put it from a bird's eye view of what a champion thinks, how they act and how they perform and how they, you know, craft their performance to their own. So I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get started. Um, So the first thing, the first mindset characteristic of a champion is a champion is willing to make sacrifices towards their goal, regardless of what it takes and the acceptances of others. Let that sink in for a sec. A champion is willing to make sacrifices towards their goal, regardless of what it takes and the acceptance of others. This is a very, very, very big one. I think that for myself, I think that it's a very 
important one, even though they're all important, because, you know, it's easy to go after a goal and to have something in mind, but everything always changes day by day. Life always hits us and, you know, it's hard. It's hard to always have your goal in mind, to have that objective in mind, because, you know, there's going to be days where you're not going to want to do it. There's going to be days where you're going to try to go to the gym if you're trying to go through a, a fat loss program and you're just so exhausted from work and you're you know you need to go to the gym and you know this you need to hit your nutrition but you know at work you see like cupcakes I'm guilty of this too um, but you see cupcakes and you want to eat that and then you go to the gym and you're like I don't feel like doing this because I just don't want to and or there's times where friends ask you if you want to hang out and there's nothing wrong with hanging out with friends but sometimes if you need to go to the gym or if you need to go train if you have to meal prep if there's other things you have to do, there's some things that you have to sacrifice. So I would say for me, time, sometimes people, sometimes your loved ones, those are the things you're going to have to sacrifice just to make it towards your goal. And not a lot of people will understand this. I mean, growing up for me as an athlete, I never partied. I never went out to the club or anything like that. I mean, I did go out and, you know, have a few drinks casually, but I'm not the type of person that goes out to party. And for some people, that's how you are accepted in a group. Um, when I was in college, I had a ton of people asking me like, oh, hey, let's go out on a Friday night. And I'm like, I can't, I'm going to train. And I was training for world championships. I was training for um, nationals to make the team. And some people were like, why do you have to always train so much? Why do you always have to do this, this, and this? Why can't you just hang out and, you know, hang out with us? And it's like they don't understand that the vision that I have versus what they have, it's okay that not everyone has my vision, but they just don't understand. And sometimes when they don't understand, they criticize you for your dream because they're not seeing your vision through your, through your eyes, and that's okay. And it took me a long time to accept that because I always went through like a cycle of friends, like groups and cliques that I tried to be accepted with, with my journey, with my goal. And I would always literally get depressed because I'm like, why doesn't anyone like get me? Why doesn't anyone understand that, you know, I'm an athlete. I want to train. I want to compete. And, you know, um, I don't want to go out and party. I'm just too tired to do that. You know, after you're studying, then training, going to class and, you know, doing whatever. And then you come home, and you're just so exhausted. And there are times where you can go out and have fun. No, by no means you can, you know, not saying you can't do that, but at the same time, it's like some people just don't understand that. And it's hard to be accepted by others because they don't have the same vision as you. And that's okay. It is okay for them not to have the same vision as you, but you have to be firm with your beliefs of what you want and what you're trying to achieve. Um, if my dream is to compete at the world championships and to win a gold medal, that should be your vision every single day and you should be doing something small each day to get towards that goal. Now during those times if it's hard to do that then you know there's some days where I've taken a break, there's some days where I just didn't go to training, I just slept. Um, there are days where I had to modify my training, there's a ton of things that can go on but if you are so adamant of your goal, if you are willing to do whatever it takes to get there, you know given or given that you know you want a balance of your life and school 
and your loved ones and friends, totally okay. But sometimes there's a line that has to be drawn. Sometimes, you know, as an athlete for myself, from what I can speak of in my point of view, sometimes you just have to make those sacrifices. Sometimes you lose friends along the way. Sometimes you lose a significant other because they don't understand. I've had someone broken, break up with me um, at a nationals because they thought I was choosing karate over them, which in reality I was. I mean, karate was my life. And just so, you know, to make someone happy, I would have to give up my dream. There's no way. Um, so you have to know what your beliefs are and what your goals are. And if you are willing to give up a few things or people along the way to reach that goal, then I would go for it and be okay with it. It's okay if you lose a couple of friends. It's okay if your circle becomes 10 people to going down to four people, you know. Um, I would say at least you have the group of people that are there for you that are willing to support you and are just happy for you. They, you know, they don't care if you don't talk to them after a week or two. Um, if you're tired and whatnot, a real friend or a real person or, you know, a real supporter, they will support you no matter what. Um, so you don't have to give up your dream for others, for the sake of others. And, but you have to be able to sacrifice people, things, time, your time, your, sometimes your health, you know, give or take, you need sleep and everything else, but you have to be willing to make those sacrifices, make those steps to get to where you want to be. Because usually, you know, average people don't want to make that step because they're okay with where they are. And if you're trying to level up and go to that next level, you need to make those sacrifices, those necessary steps to get to where you need to be. So that's number one. A champion is willing to make sacrifices towards their goal, regardless of what it takes and the acceptance of others. Now, number two, a champion always performs despite the imperfect environment and finishes the job well. I'll repeat that again. A champion always performs despite the imperfect environment and finishes the job well. I think one thing that hits home with me, uh, my brother said this once during training uh, when I was training for the European Championships last this past December for Romania, he was saying, some people are very great in the beginning, but you must be consistent from the beginning to end. And that means despite the environment that you're put in, you have to be able to perform regardless of what happens. And this I can for sure relate to because I have traveled overseas for tournaments where I have lost my luggage and or I've missed a flight, a connecting flight because of a delay. I've only had three hours of sleep because of that and I had to perform the next day with no luggage and no sleep. Um, I have been sick going overseas. I have, you know, as a female, I have gotten my period when I wasn't supposed to and it's because of induced stress and I had to perform. Um, I've competed under circumstances where it was like 9 or 10 o'clock at night and I've been warming up and training and getting myself ready all day. I've performed where I had no food, no water for a couple hours just because I've been waiting for my division. I mean, all of us who are karate athletes, you guys understand what this what it takes. You guys know what it's like to be in those types of situations and environments where you're just not, this is not what I wish it was. This is not what I trained as, but you know, this is what it is, and 
whatever you are served, you have to be able to perform in that environment. Um, another thing or another topic that, um, or another thing that has been said by one of a great author that I've read from Tim Grover from the book Relentless, he said that some that start off strong, there's some that start off strong and some that do well as a closer. So there's kind of a difference there. Some people start off strong and some people, they um, don't start off as strong, but they close really well. And I think for me, that's how I am as an athlete. Um, typically, like in a match, if I'm fighting, sometimes I'm like not with it and I get scored on a couple times and I'm like, crap, like I need to wake up. Let's go. Wake up. I need to think. Let's go. Don't don't fall asleep. But then I realize, like, okay, we need to do this. We need to get the ball rolling. I need to work on this. What can I do? A, X, Y, and Z, how can I get there? Um, some people are very good as a closer. Some people start off very strong. But I believe if you are consistent from the beginning to end, that's what's going to help you with your performance. You will perform. You will get the results. And even if you don't win a medal or if you don't get to where you need to be, um, in terms of result-wise, winning that gold medal, at least you're able to perform at 100% regardless of that environment. We can put you or you can be put in an environment that is not ideal, but you're able to perform. Some people who are not athletes, and I'm not trying to um, talk down to anyone, but I've just seen it as a person, some people break down under pressure. Some people don't know how to adapt. Some people don't know how to you know, change things up when they have to. Like, for example, in the hospital that I work in, sometimes I'm given a set schedule and if a patient drops off and they're added and another patient's added on who is much more difficult, some people don't understand that, like, oh my God, like they're just like, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. This person has this, this and this. Um, instead of freaking out, for me, I try to find solutions. How can I do this? Who can I ask for help? What can I do? to you know get this patient done on time how can I help this patient um, and it can be applied for anything especially as an athlete um, if you are competing and all of a sudden you're not competing until like 10 o'clock at night how do you perform how do you you know give yourself nutrition and the right foods to eat in order to compete at the end of the day how do you uh, warm yourself up how do you get motivated how do you um, yeah, just pretty much get yourself psyched up. And some people freak out. They're like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be competing at 3 p.m. Why am I not competing? I don't know if I can compete that late at night. And you know, a champion is someone who is able to perform regardless. Regardless of what happens, I will enter the ring or a champion will enter the ring and they'll say, you know what? F it. Let's do it. It's 100% or not at all. That is my... That is my take on everything. It is either 100% your all or not at all. And if you've traveled overseas and you are there at that moment, why would you give up? That would always be my question to some people that I've seen that have, you know, gone in the ring and they just didn't even try. And it's like, why would you do that, you know? And I get it. It's, it's different pressures. People go through different things that I will never know. But as a champion, you should be able to go in there and be like, you know what? I'm going to go 110%. I don't care what happens. I'm going to perform because this is how I trained. This is what I've been training for. And I'm willing to put it all on the line despite 
that imperfect environment, despite not getting enough sleep, despite being jet lagged, despite, you know, judges being against me, regardless, there's no excuses. You adapt and you move forward. You adapt and you perform. And that's how it should be. And I think this applies to anyone in life. You know, you don't have to, you know, have this as an athlete, but if you're able to do it for school, like if you are given an exam and all of a sudden something else is asked of you or there's a question that you have no idea what the answer is, you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to think and um, be able to apply things on your own, especially for a job, you know. So I think a champion is able to perform regardless of, what is given to them. And I think that's a very powerful thing to remember because not everything is a perfect environment. We can train in a perfect environment with eight hours of sleep. We can, you know, go to school with all this knowledge and all this, these hours of studying from behind us. But if we're not able to perform at any given time, and then we're not going to be able to achieve that goal. We're not going to be able to achieve what we set out to achieve in the beginning. And so I think that's very important. And we have to be able to finish the job well from the beginning to end, regardless of the up and downs. Everyone's going to have up and downs throughout. But if you're able to consistently stick with it mentally, always, uh, telling yourself, hey, this sucks, but I'm going to go all in. If you're willing to do that, I guarantee you, even if you don't win, even if you don't get that job or that school, you will apply that same mindset for the next time. You will get better the next time. This will propel you for the future. And I think that's, I think that's what everyone should carry regardless. Um, but yeah, next point that I want to talk about for a mindset characteristic of a champion is a champion has a first place mentality. Again, let me repeat that. A champion has a first place mentality. So what does that really mean? I think for me, um, like I mentioned earlier, not you're not always going to win. I have lost more times than anyone else could have seen me win. Um, no one has ever seen the side of me where I'm crying, um, except a few people that are close to me. Um, no one has seen me wanting to give up with karate or with my dream of being an exercise physiologist or in school. Um, No one has seen that. But I think what has driven me and what has driven other champions that I have followed and I have seen and watched and read and listened to is that they have that first place mentality. They don't know. I mean, well, they do know. I know that I want to get that first place medal Or I want to get that job. I want to get that dream school. Um, But nothing should stop you from earning that spot. Nothing should stop you. There's no one or anything that should stop you. You should walk into any job interview, any school exam, any, you know, um, interview of your school of choice or um, entering the ring. No one should stop you from wanting that first spot. You should never discredit yourself and say, "Oh man, this person is so good. I, they're in my division again, and I don't think I can. I don't think I can beat them." Once you think that, you've already docked yourself that spot. You've already set yourself up for failure. You've already kind of limited yourself from going beyond of what you think you can go, where you think you can go, because you're like, "Oh, I don't think I can do it." A champion always has that mentality that I can do this. And nothing can stop me. 
you can't just halfway believe in yourself because you'll be doing yourself a disservice to yourself, your training, and everyone else that have believed in you. You have to be able to fully believe in yourself that you're capable of earning that spot. I am capable of winning that gold medal. No one else should be able to take that away from you. The only person that can really take that away from you is you. And I've heard people say like, oh, you know, the judges were doing this, this, and this, or, you know, this person's really smart. I don't think I'm as smart as them, as smart as them. Um, and I have, to, I studied so much and I'm not as good as how they are. And it's like, you already discounted yourself and you've already told yourself that you can't do it when really you could have. You're putting a barrier in front of yourself saying that you can't reach your potential when really you can. Everyone has that potential that they can reach and even go beyond it. Um, when I get patients on a treadmill for, you know, uh, exercise stress test, some people always tell me, they're like, oh, I don't think I can do well on this. I don't think I am able to go as long as my doctor should. I tell them, I'm like, don't sell yourself short. Just try, you know, and if it doesn't work out and if you don't go as much as on the treadmill, you just let me know and I'll stop it and I'll help you. I think some people need that support system to help them, to help remind them that they are able to reach their potential. And surprisingly, when I get patients on a treadmill and when they walk on it, they actually do better than what they think because, you know, I had, they had someone there telling them they can. And I'm telling you right now, if you're an athlete, if you're someone who's trying to get a job, if you are trying to um, finish school, I'm telling you right now that you are able to. You really are able to go 100% into your potential. You can really lock into it and you can really achieve so much. And this is something I struggled with as well as an athlete because I always walked into the ring and I'm like, well, crap, I'm not going to win because this person's there. If you, for me, if you walk into the ring and you see someone that you've, that has always beaten you in the past, I try to eliminate their face and I just fight them as an athlete. I don't fight them as so-and-so who is a world champion. No, because if you do, then you already limit yourself with all this fear, anxiety, and this um, sense of being paralyzed. Like I can't move. I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. That's everything that I've always said mentally to myself. The past couple of years, I have told myself, you know what? Let's just do it. You know, regardless of who's in front of me, I, I earned this spot and I am deserving of this spot. You, you have to train this every day. Um, this is something that, you know, you can't just do the day of. You have to be training this, um, you know, way before a competition, way before an exam, way before you get an interview. Because if you train this every day and going back to that same point of, you know, performing in an imperfect environment, if you're able to perform in an imperfect environment on top of your own personal barriers, if you're able to overcome those barriers and just push a little bit each time, you will, you will get there. You will understand at the, you know, at the day of competition or at that day where you need to perform, you're like, all right, I've, I've done this. I've, I've had that training. I've pushed through all those times where I didn't have enough sleep, all those times where I just didn't want to do it. Today is one of those days where I feel like I don't want to do it, but you know what? I'm here. I have overcome those days and I'm here to overcome this one. You have to be able to 
push through every single time and tell yourself, I am deserving of this spot. I am deserving of being here. I am deserving of this training and the studying and the capability of getting that job, that dream school, that first place on that podium for a world championship or for nationals or for regionals, any tournament. You are deserving of that. And I'm telling you that right now. Um, if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you are unworthy, you are. You really are. Um, maybe the reason why you're not able to get to where you want to be is because you're holding yourself back. And that's a hard pill to swallow. That was a hard pill for me to swallow because I thought, no, it's everyone else's fault. I thought it was the judges. I thought it was, um, I thought it was my nutrition, which it kind of was actually. Um, I thought it was the circle of friends that I had or whatever, regardless of what I was going after, I blamed it on other things, but I didn't really look at myself. And what really stopped me was myself, my mentality of not being able to deserve what I, what I do really deserve because of X, Y, and Z. No, you really deserve it. And I think, um, athletes from the past, and I'm going to go back to Kobe Bryant because, you know, he is really great from what he um, emulated as an athlete, he really discussed this very well. Like he was very deserving of what he got because he worked day in, day out, and he worked on his craft and he knew he was deserving of that NBA championship. He knew he was deserving of that win. And as an athlete and as a person in general who's driven towards a goal, you are worthy of it. It just depends on how much you are willing to lose, like I mentioned earlier, how well you're willing to perform in an imperfect environment, and how much you believe in yourself as a person with your training and all those sacrifices that you made and everything that you did to work towards that goal. Are you willing to believe in yourself fully? You can put in the work, but if you don't believe in your work, you're not going to get there. And I think that's something that we need to think about as you know, we move forward in 2020 in our, in our years to come with all the goals that we want to achieve. Now, the next one is another one that I know very well is for a mindset characteristic of a champion, a champion performs with no emotion. This is number four. Let me repeat that. A champion performs with no emotion. What does that really mean? That means kind of like what I was speaking about earlier, a champion is fearless. A champion is focusing on the moment and not in the past. I can relate to this one 100%. Um, I can definitely relate to this because when I kind of stopped competing internationally for about four to five years, I stopped, my last one was 2011, and then I came back and I competed in 2015 internationally, and the one in 2015 was actually a different organization than I was in 2011. And I came in and I was like, you know what? I got this. I can whoop everyone. It's fine. And then I competed in 2015 and I was just like, oh, these guys are actually a lot tougher. Oh, I haven't competed in a while. And it's, you know, your ego that gets in the way. And that definitely was a rude awakening for me because I realized you know, despite feeling, you know, um, just felt confident and I felt like I can whoop everyone. I really couldn't. Um, there's also times where I was scared out of my mind. I mean, I can tell you countless of times where I 
walked into the ring and I'm like, holy crap, I don't think I can do this. I'm scared. I am tired. I'm so anxious. My brother's watching. My coach is watching. Everyone's depending on me. People have told me I've, I was a world champion and they're like, what happened? You know, like there's so many things that goes on in my mind and it's like you have to just let it go. You can't live in the past. You can't win off of past experiences. You have to treat each moment as a new moment. You have to treat each fight, each interview, each each exam, each anything, anything that you're doing, you have to treat it as a new experience. You have to let go of what you've done before because if you try to emulate what you did in the past, you will perform the same way. And I'm pretty sure when you've trained and you've studied for anything, you've gotten better from what you were from before because you learned from your mistakes. You learned from those failures and those losses. You've learned from it. So why would you try to repeat something that's from the past? And also, you know, bringing up the past brings up past emotions like those feelings of, you know, feeling nervous. You're afraid. You feel like you have to perform. You have all this tension and these expectations that you have to meet. There's no expectations you have to meet of other people than yourself. There's no fear that's involved because you've gone through the worst with training and with everything that you've gone through to sacrifice to get to that goal. You've done the work. Now it's your turn to perform. And, you know, if you let all of that go and you just focus on that moment, that person that's in front of you that you're about to fight or that um, job that you're trying to get, that exam that you're trying to pass... Just take a deep breath, let it go, anything that you're feeling, and just say, okay, what can I do? And once you're able to comp- like um, compartmentalize all of that, to separate your past from your present, to be able to let go of those emotions that you're feeling, then it's a beautiful thing because you actually perform very well because there's nothing holding you back. Um, I think a very good way to explain this was through um, the app called Headspace when I was headspacing. Um, It's a very awesome app if you guys are interested in meditation. Um, But the the narrator, he describes a thought or an emotion to be a fleeting thought going from one ear out the other. It's not so much to um, try try to forget about the thought, like try not to be nervous. You can be nervous. Just recognize that you're nervous let it go let it pass because if you don't let it go and if you or if you try to you know not be nervous and try to act like everything's okay when it's not then you know you're you're really making it worse to be honest you have to recognize those emotions but don't let it sit and I think he said it the right way where you let it go through one ear out the other you let it through your mind and recognize that it's there but then let it go Because if you hold it in and if you try to not let it get to you, then I feel like it'll backfire. Um, As an athlete, I know this for sure because I try to act like it's okay or I try to to make myself all riled up for no reason when it's like you need to calm down. What I usually do as um, an athlete before, before I compete is I listen to classical music. And I learned this in my undergrad class, in my physiology class, where um, we had lab, 
and they did an EEG and they put some like stickers on your head and they measured the brain waveforms. And my teacher, what she did was, all right, put any like hard rock, like chaotic music on. When you did, you can see your brain waves going just up and down, kind of like a five-year-old drawing on with crayons there. It was just chaotic. It just looked so like unfocused and all over the place. And she said, okay, now switch it and put on classical music. And as she put on class, and as she put on classical music, my brain waves were very calm. They were very um, well synchronized. It was symmetrical and very relaxed. And I have taken that since my undergrad lab. From then all the way to what I do, I have listened to classical music before I competed, before my job interview with Northwestern. I have done it before exams. Um, I have done it almost every single time. You can ask my students. I listen to classical music all the time. If you see me like closing my eyes or just not talking to anyone, that's exactly what I'm listening to. I mean, of course, I listen to much more like riled up music before I compete, like right before, but leading up to it, I try to relax. And the reason why is because you want to be able to not be so tense and not hold any emotion in. You want to be able to be at a clear mind and be able to perform that way because if you have every all these little things that are you're thinking about and all these expectations that you think you have to meet, you're never going to be able to perform. You're always going to be held back by yourself and your past. And um, you have to let your past die. Let it be what it was and you have to be a better version of yourself and that's how you perform better than next time. I'm not going to live in my past glory. I'm going to make this a new one. And by doing that, you have to have no emotion, no fear, no anxiety, no like anger from the past of what happened to you, no um, hard feelings of yourself, nothing else. You just let it go. And if you're able to conquer that, I guarantee you, you will be able to perform and you're going to be able to reach that potential as a champion. You may not get the result that you wanted, but at least you can say you did this X, Y, and Z. You were a clear mind. You performed and you were beautiful. You were so into it. And regardless of the situation, you, you were on top. doesn't matter what, who's on top, who's the, who has the gold medal, who gets the job. But at least you can say you tried and you performed at your best. And you can take that and you can use it for the next time. There's always going to be a next time. It's never an end-all be-all. And I think that's something that we need to understand as a champion, that it's never going to, you know, be just one thing. And that actually leads to my last point, the fifth one. The fifth mindset characteristic of a champion is a champion embraces the journey and not just the destination. Let's repeat that one more time. A champion embraces the journey and not just the destination. For me... It's very, I would say, therapeutic to train. And I've loved training ever since day one. I've loved training with my students. I've loved, you know, going to class every day. And I loved, you know, lifting because I know that's what I'm working towards. But when you get to the, to the competition as an athlete, when you get to the tournament, you put it all on the line, like I said. You did everything that you could and you lost. 
how do you take that loss? How do you, how do you explain it? How do you justify this loss? Some people like myself in the past have said, oh, you know, it's, it's the judges or it's the, um, the, the tournament, the mats were slippery, this, this, and this, and you blame all these people. And then you realize sometimes, and I have myself, you realize that you feel like you, you are a failure. You feel like you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You came all of this way, all of this time and energy for a tournament and you lost. And some people, they blame it on others. Some people, like myself from the past, I blamed it on myself. I called myself a failure that I lost. I told myself I will never amount to anything because I lost. I defined my loss as the value of who I am as a person. And that should never be the case because the destination is not as important as you think. Um, it is in terms of, you know, winning and, you know, if you want to earn your spot, but if it really wasn't your day in terms of the environment and what it was, then it's okay. It is okay to lose. But you have to understand that you worked so hard to get there, but you know, you did what you love. You, you trained and you did everything that you could. You loved what you did and you went out there and you did it 110% like you said yourself, you, you told yourself that you would and you performed with no motion and you performed regardless of what happened to you and you lost. Some people take that as a failure. I still take that as being a winner in my opinion because you are still able to show up and you are still able to perform regardless of what happened and even if you did loss or lose and you suffered a loss, you can still shake the, opponent, the opponent's hand and say, good job. That does not define, though, who you are as a person. Just because you lost, just because you didn't get a gold medal, just because you didn't get the job first time and someone else that you thought was smarter than you got it or if someone got a better grade than you in school, it doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you're not as smart, you're not as good, and you're not as capable. It just means it wasn't your day. And it shouldn't define you as a failure, a loser, or someone who's inferior than someone else. I've had that happen to me in the past where um, I've lost and I had people telling me, oh, what happened? You used to be a world champion. How come you lost this time? I haven't seen you win in a while. And I literally took that to heart and I rethought about it. And I'm just like, wow, I guess I'm not worthy of being a champion anymore because I haven't won. I haven't won a gold medal. And that made me almost quit karate. And I, I'm glad I didn't because after thinking about it after a long period of time, I'm like, someone's opinion does not define who I am. Just because I don't win a gold medal doesn't mean I'm less of a person than someone and, you know, you can compete and you can win and you can do this as, you know, something that's a lifelong journey for you. That's great. But some people like myself, I, I work, I, I work full time. I don't train 24-7 twice a day like other people do. I do this part time, to be honest. And I know some of you do, too. Some of you are in school. Some of you have jobs like I do. Some of you have family members to take care of. You have other priorities. You have other sports. You don't do this full-time like other people. And those who do it full-time, that's great. For those of us who don't, we love the sport. 
We love what we do. We love our education. We love everything that, you know, makes us a well-rounded person. But to tell us that we're not valued as an athlete or as a person in general, to me, that's wrong. And you, as a champion, you have to realize that the journey you, you do, that you go through to get there is so beautiful because you, you learn so much about yourself throughout the way. You, you just get better each time. You go through different experiences. You train with other people. You study with other people. You do all these different things. And you, when you work on yourself throughout the journey, throughout those couple months or that whole year to work towards a goal, you learn something and you find out more things about yourself that you never knew before. You never knew you could push it from point A to point B because you thought you can only stay to point A. You thought that you know it was impossible to do this small goal, but you achieved it within a couple months versus a year. Like There's so much that you should be thankful for during that journey. And even if you get to that destination and you don't make it, you can at least walk away and say, man, that was awesome. And I, I learned that very well because I walked away from the previous world championships um, last year in Slovakia. And I, I mean, I did win, which I'm very grateful for. But it's because I'm grateful for that because when I competed in Ireland in 2016 and I lost and I had people coming up to me saying, oh, what happened? You know, from those three years, it took me a long time to work on myself and to rewire my mindset and to train myself mentally again what it takes to be a champion and yes I got rewarded medals but I was able to perform at my best I was able to perform at a level that I never knew I could perform I was um, served things that I didn't think I was able to overcome you know barriers wise like mental physical from my brother as a coach from um, people around me and myself, even myself, I was the hardest critic on myself. But to be able to overcome that and after a couple years of hard work and training, it is possible. So if you're able to take it day by day in this journey and to embrace that journey that you have, you know, that you have gone on, you will win. Not just a medal or a job or an interview, but you're going to win and you're going to up-level yourself. You're going to propel yourself forward as a person and you're going to grow and you're going to get better each time. It's just a matter of you not giving up. If you give up along the journey or if you give up because the destination is what is not what you wanted, then you will never know. You will never know what it takes. You'll never know what it was like because you never gave yourself that opportunity to embrace that journey and to overcome that obstacle as, you know, from that destination that you lost or you thought you failed. You're not a failure. You are willing and you're capable of learning and moving on from that loss, from any loss, from not getting that interview, from not um, passing that exam or, excuse me, from not getting that gold medal. You are capable but you have to be able to look at that and say, what can I do better next time? What can I achieve from this point on to, in order to get to that goal? And I think that's a very powerful thing to look at. And, to, and it's a bird's eye view of everything. All these five points, I think it's something that you know all of us, regardless if you're a champion or not, if you're willing to work towards a goal, 
you have to be able to embrace that journey. It's a beautiful thing. Because once that destination, once that tournament's done, to be honest, I have FOMO. I literally miss training for something because I missed working towards something. But if you embrace that and you put it in your heart and you emulate that, and not just in training, but in your work, your school, and everything else that you do, that love and that drive will never die. And I think that's the most beautiful thing you can ever do as a champion, not just in the ring or as a first place winner, but in life. And yeah, um, wow. I, I hope that hits you guys as much as it hit me because these are five different characteristics that I've learned over the past, you know, decade or so of competing. And this will always change. This is not something that I always have every single time, but just like you, I'm a work in progress. We are always evolving and always getting better, but to be able to recognize these five key points, I think this will help you grow and adapt every single day towards that goal. And I think it'll change you into that person that you wanna be. And if you're tired of being that same person from last year or from yesterday, I think it's good to start now, to start emulating these five mindset characteristics because we can go through the motions with our bodies and you know working out and going to the gym, lifting. We have that muscle memory, but if we don't have that mental capacity to handle it all, then I don't think we're going to be able to perform. Our mind is our powerhouse just as much as our body is. And I think overcoming our own barriers and knowing that we have that potential, I think that's the most important thing you can always take away from this. You have that potential to succeed. You have that that mindset, that capability of going 110%. And the only person that's stopping you is you. Let that sink. The only person that can stop you is you. That is it. Everything else can be, you know, coming at you with a thousand miles an hour, like daggers coming at you. But the only person that can destroy yourself is you. And if you're able to overcome the things that destroy you within you, you will become so unstoppable in life. And I am your cheerleader. I will be there to hype you up. If you ever need anything, you can always DM me at Alexis Ashley, the two S's at after Lexis. Um, I am there and I will continue to emulate this type of mindset with you guys in my, in my journey and my story as well, because I believe in this wholeheartedly and I, I've seen it work within myself. It's never perfect, but it has gotten a lot better from where I was and I know it can work for you. So thank you guys so much for listening on to this. I hope this got you fired up and ready to get after that goal that you've been wanting to have that mindset of a champion, what does it take to get there? Now you have some tools that you can use, that you can work on yourself mentally. Thank you guys for listening again. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and to subscribe to my podcast. Make sure to give this podcast a rating. If there are any topics that you guys want to discuss or want me to go over, definitely let me know. Comment on this podcast through Apple, Spotify, Um, any other podcasting platforms or on Instagram at Alexis Ashley with two S's after Alexis. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoy and I hope this got you fired up for this year because you are a champion. You are 
more than what you think and you will be unstoppable from anything else even from yourself have a great day guys and we'll talk soon bye bye